on this episode, conversations, cold exposure, and releasing emotional trigger points. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Stephen Mathis. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Thanks for checking out the show. It is all about helping us kick ass as men together from the inside out. Make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button. And if you're in Spotify, hit the bell icon for notifications. Also a reminder, I'm here to help you guys. So if you have questions or feedback, or if you want to book one-on-one coaching calls with me, shoot me a text message, 801-742-1439, or you can hit me up on Telegram, Instagram, or Facebook. There's links for those in the show notes. So we're going to talk about a few different things today. The first of those is conversations. I know there's guys of all ages listening to the show which is awesome. I think some of you guys who are a little bit older might have a little bit more perspective when I say that people don't often engage in conversations with those around them in public spaces like they used to, right? People used to talk to each other more and it seems like so often now, uh, it just doesn't happen, happen as much. And I know that to some degree, this depends on where you live and Different places have different vibes as far as that goes. But I think in general, people have kind of moved away from that a little bit, which is unfortunate. And then it's been made a lot worse with all of the scamdemic, isolating people bullshit. And it's unfortunate because those random connections not only make us feel connected day in and day out, but those random conversations are where we meet new friends that sometimes become great friends, that sometimes become lifelong friends. Those random conversations are where we you know, meet people that end up becoming romantic partners, people that we date, right? Humans have been around for a long time and we never ever had Tinder or Bumble or any of those kind of things as far as dating goes. Right? You know what we did is we went out and we lived our life and we had conversations with the people around us. So I would like to remind you and encourage you to have conversations with the people around you and to maybe step out of your comfort zone a little bit in doing so. It might seem, that might seem a little uh, intimidating. Maybe you don't feel super confident in doing that. That's okay do it anyway. It'll actually help you feel more confident if you just have that moment of uh, sort of courage, if you will, right? To have, to start that conversation. You can also, of course, do things to feel more confident, right? Things like semen retention and physical training and cold showers and all of the things that you can do from the inside out to build your confidence. But when it comes down to it, what it really comes down to is just talk to people. And when you do that, it's so powerful in connecting you with people and you will find that you form friendships and that yes, if you are dating, that you form real connections. We were not meant to uh, swipe through, whether it's friends or people we're going to date or whatever. We were not meant to just sit and flip through people and pick and choose. We were meant to go out and live our life and interact with people. 
And it's a very, very important aspect of life and something that will really help you form powerful connections. So step outside your comfort zone, maybe in this coming week, find some opportunities to just strike up conversations with people. And as you do so, I would say two things. One, just be authentic. Be authentically you. And number two, don't have any expectations. So for example, let's say it is a woman that you're talking to and there's a part of you or that you're going to strike up a conversation with. And there's a part of you who thinks, yeah, actually that would be really awesome to go on a date with her because she's really pretty and seems cool or whatever, right? But don't think about that. Don't have those expectations. Just be in the moment with another human being, say something authentic and be present and in that moment without expectations. So for example, you're standing in line at the grocery store and you see somebody buying you know, a product that you usually buy that you really like, it's a particular kind of food. Maybe they're buying pasture-raised eggs, like the really good eggs and at, at the store that you go to and maybe they're like the local eggs and they get those and you're standing in line behind them and you can just make a comment, oh, those are the best eggs, aren't they? They might be like, yep, and they just go about their day. Or they might be like, yeah, those are the best eggs and blah, 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 and it starts this conversation, right? Just be authentic, let go of expectations, but I would encourage you, talk to people. Life gets better when we talk to people and you will form meaningful connections. So step outside your comfort zone and do it. Just do it, just do it. It's okay if you don't feel confident. Guess what? You know, as you walk around in everyday life, it's so easy for us to fall into this trap of like, you know, if we're not feeling super confident or we're feeling, uh, you know, down or whatever, we, we always, I think it's easy to fall into this trap of thinking that it, we're the only one that somehow everybody else has it figured out. And somehow, you know, you're walking around the grocery store, everybody else is, is in this great place. And you maybe you're not in this, everybody's going through the human experience. It's okay. If you don't feel confident, talk to somebody anyway, just be authentic and be present in the moment. Let go of expectations. Let's talk really quickly about cold exposure. It's a perfect time of the year because I know for a lot of you guys, not everywhere, I know there's people all around the world listening. So for some of you guys, it's going to be the opposite. But for a lot of us, it's getting into the coldest part of the year, which is a good reminder for the power of cold exposure. Even a little bit of cold exposure has such powerful benefits for us, you guys, not only physical benefits, but mental health benefits and drive to get shit done benefits. So here's what I mean by that. I mean, there's a lot of studies and you can look up science around it, boosting the immune system and doing all these things. But for me, cold exposure, which can look different ways. We'll talk about that in just a, in just a moment, but cold exposure, the two biggest things are number one, it's a huge mental reset and mental emotional lift. I've never found anything other than maybe breath work, which I feel like at times can kind of take a little bit more work to kind of get started, but breath work is really amazing too. But nothing I've ever really found that is as powerful in shifting the mental and emotional state that we are in as cold exposure. It really is so powerful in lifting us up and hitting that reset button and snapping us out of repetitive down kind of states. It's super effective for that. And then the other thing is it really gets us in touch with our willpower with our willingness and ability to say, I'm going to step into this little bit of discomfort right now because it leads where I want to go. 
And that's the same fundamental choice that we need to actually make throughout the day in lots of ways if we want to get where we want to go. And if we want to create the life that we want to create, we need to make that same fundamental choice. Okay, here's this thing. It might be a little bit of work. It might be a little bit, dis- might be a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to step into it and I'm going to do it anyway because it eventually leads to where I want to go. And cold showers are so effective for getting us in that frame of mind. So starting your day with a cold shower or uh, getting cold exposure outside since it's cold and it is the cold time of year going for uh, a workout outside in uh, less clothes than you otherwise would, right? Or just going about your everyday life as you go to work, as you go to the store, those kind of things in less clothes than you otherwise would. You don't need to always have a a jacket on if it's cold, right? Wear a t-shirt. Expose yourself to the cold. We have a cold engine, which is brown fat. And that cold engine is basically trained, just like if we, you know, anytime throughout the day, if you drop down and do a few push-ups, you're training those muscles. Same thing with cold, right? So every little bit of cold exposure that you get is training that cold engine. So whether it's a 30 second cold shower or a 10 minute cold shower or an ice bath, or just uh, shoveling your driveway in a t-shirt, or you know, going from the car to work in a short sleeve shirt and exposing yourself to that cold, just every little bit of cold exposure helps build that engine that actually helps keep you warm and helps you adapt to cold temperatures. But cold exposure in general, you guys, is such a powerful thing. Cold showers are one of the fundamental habits that I hear from guys over and over and over again that I've worked with and talked to or listened to the show or whatever, that that is a habit that ends up sticking with them because if you can just get over the hump and get it to the point where it becomes a habit, right? So you do it every day for a couple weeks, three weeks, you start to recognize how much different you feel and then it sticks. And then I know so many guys who just can't even imagine going back to not including cold showers as part of their life because it really can shift your mind, your emotions, your body in really powerful ways. So second reminder, the first is go out and have conversations, talk to the people around you. The second is take those cold showers, get that cold exposure. It will help you and it's so worth it, I promise. Let's talk about releasing emotional trigger points. So if you're familiar with, uh, we have this stuff called fascia that is basically a a wrapper. It's like this fabric almost that wraps our entire body and we get trigger points in that fascia. So if you've had tightness uh, around a muscle after a workout, in general, what that tightness is, is actually tightness in the fascia. And those can sometimes become trigger points where it becomes this stuck spot. And you've probably had something like this in some part of your body, especially if you're, you know, if you have... If you've been training physically on a regular basis, you've experienced this at times. But here's the thing. We get emotional trigger points as well. So that trigger point that we get from physical training, for example, is like this bunching up of the fascia. And it's where energy can't really flow through that spot and it gets sort of stuck and stagnant. And the same thing happens with emotions because emotions are a physical thing. 
they're a physical thing that live in our body. And unlike our mind, the body never, ever forgets. Our body remembers everything. Think about a two-year-old that under that goes through some kind of trauma. That trauma might be still impacting them 20 or 40 or 60 years later. And the reason for that is not because their mind remembers, it's because the body remembers. And your body remembers everything too. So as we go through experiences from childhood on up, what often happens is we have experiences that create some kind of trauma, which is really just emotional energy, especially emotional energy that we're not able to process in that at that time. And it becomes stuck and it becomes stuck as a physical thing. So if you have been triggered, right, that's kind of a common word in today's society. But if we think about it, if we think about when we're emotionally triggered from something in our life, right? So you get a message from somebody, you have a conversation with somebody and it, and it triggers you emotionally. What is really happening is it is triggering the physical stuckness of that emotion. Because when we heal something, when we when we really heal something emotionally and we're, and we completely move past it, what's happening is not that we lose the memory of the thing. It's that it loses its charge. It loses its like energetic charge. So we still have the memory of it, but it doesn't bring up the emotions because it doesn't have the, the energetic charge, right? So that energetic charge is a physical thing. So if you've had an experience, like uh, you're going through your day and you feel great. And then all of a sudden a particular message comes in from somebody or a particular you know, conversation happens and it triggers you emotionally like this. And all of a sudden you just feel completely different. It's like it shifts you, it completely shifts not only your mental state, but a lot of, a lot of times it'll shift your physical state. Like you physically feel different when you get triggered like this. And that is because again, a lot of times what is there is that stuck physical thing. So that emotional trigger point, as it were, that stuck stagnant uh, stuff we can release. And there's one method that I want to encourage you to try. And that is to basically enter your body and find that emotional trigger as a physical thing. So let me tell you exactly what I mean by this and walk you through it step by step. So here's an example. Okay. You're going about your day. You get a text message from, uh, let's say your wife and it, it, for whatever reason, it taps into one of these emotional trigger points. And all of a sudden you feel this kind of like, you know, it snaps you into some kind of anger or frustration or sadness or guilt or shame or whatever. And you feel this emotional trigger point and you can feel it in your body. What I would suggest is that you go on a search to find that as a physical thing to find it as a physical sensation and identify with it as a physical sensation in your body. Because what really happens with a lot of this stuff, when it becomes stuck, I think is that we lose the physical connection to it. We, if you've had something where, for example, 
you think about something that you've gone through and maybe it was, you know, maybe it was a breakup or something and you think about it and it kind of triggers you and it takes you to this emotional place. And then that kind of fades and it goes away and you go about your life. And then a week later, a day later, a month later, whatever, it comes back up again and it triggers you again. And then a month later, it comes back up and it triggers you again. And it keeps coming back. It's because we lose the physical connection with that energetic stuck stuff. And so it, it kind of hides in our body. And even if as much as we think through a situation and as much as we talk through it or whatever, if we don't physically reconnect with that emotional energy as a physical thing in our body, then it will stay stuck. So this is an idea that is used in a type of therapy called uh, somatic experiencing. And that's basically where they will take people through this process of identifying with uh, emotions and experiences with the physical sensations of that and the physical aspects of that. Because when we identify with it, that's what lets it be released. That's what lets us release that charge. So this is a really simple but really powerful method that you can use to work through some of your own emotional stuff. So the step-by-step of this is first, we need to recognize when we're being emotionally triggered. And that's important. If we're not meditating, if we don't have awareness, if we don't have that ability to step back and observe our thoughts and be in that place of being the observer, then we won't really have the recognition that we're being triggered. We'll just be triggered and we'll be swept up in that emotion. So if we have a regular meditation practice, if we're able to notice sort of in that moment, okay, I'm kind of, I, f- I can feel that this triggered me and we have that recognition, then go into the body, enter the body. And that might be a phrase that means a lot to you, or it might be a phrase that means nothing to you. If you've meditated, it's a phrase that will mean more to you. But what I mean by go into the body is bring your awareness into the physical sensations of your body. So you can start with just closing your eyes and feeling the weight of your body against the ground, your feet on the ground, your you know your legs on the chair. You can go into your breath. The breath is a, a great gateway to get into the sensations of your body. But what we really wanna do is the overall idea is when this trigger pops up, when this emotional thing this emotional trigger pops up, we wanna identify it as a physical thing. And sometimes it might be that you can actually identify it in in a particular part of your body because certain trauma will get stored in a particular part of the body. Or it may be that it's much more generalized, that it's almost on a cellular level. And in that case, it's more identifying with you know, what is the nature of the feeling? Is it warm? What does it feel like? What is the, what are the physical, what are the physical aspects of that sensation? So if we can let go of the thought side of this stuff, when we get triggered and we connect to the physical thing, then it lets that charge be released. So this is something that we can talk a lot more about in depth and we may at a future time, but I wanna just introduce that to you as an, as an idea. So if you are meditating 
And as you go about your life and you have these things that trigger you, see if you can get in touch with them as a physical thing, as a physical sensation. When that happens, take some time, sit, close your eyes, enter your body in terms of your awareness and really dive into, there's a movie, there was a movie in 1987 called Inner Space with, uh, with Dennis Quaid and Martin Short. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this movie. Some of you guys weren't even alive when that came out, but 1987, it was called Inner Space. And it was basically about, they shrunk, uh, they shrunk Dennis Quaid down to this and they put him in this little like basically like a spaceship thing and they injected him into Martin Short. So what I would suggest that you try is when you feel emotionally triggered, you almost imagine like you're in that little microscopic ship and you just start venturing around your body and see and feel what you feel from a physical sensation standpoint. Can you find those emotions in your body? Where are they? What do they feel like? When we can connect to them physically, we can really release that that charge in a powerful way. So experiment with that. And if you have questions about that, we can certainly talk about that in coaching or you can shoot me a message. If you have textable kind of questions about that, uh, send you guys good vibes, go out there, kick ass, have conversations, get that cold exposure. And we all, we all have stuff that triggers us emotionally because we're all human beings. So when that happens, find it, identify with it as a physical thing and see if that doesn't just help you release some of that charge. Sending you guys awesome vibes. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.